Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, Wildbow's least chill work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Judgment, chapters 16.4 and 16.5. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know whether the Kenneteers go through the Crucible and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. Yay! Yay! Oh my goodness freaking gracious. Uh, (laughs) That was a long, 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 long. That was a long time. That was a long time. I'm like, I, I feel like I don't know how to talk on a microphone anymore, you know, which is rough in a podcast, <laughs> but yeah. Sorry for the unanticipated break, y'all. Thanks for your patience. Yeah. My life. It's, it's my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. I mean, that's not exactly true, but sure. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's not like on purpose, but like, you know, it's just been like a mess. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I, Yeah. I couldn't go to like like I wasn't in my house for like a month and it's just yeah I don't know there's just there's just a lot of crap but <laughs> I'm in my house again things seem like they're a little bit chiller mm-hmm. a little bit more stable knock on wood yes so hopefully okay. we can get through the last arc of the story and then maybe poke or something. hot damn I freaking hope so um, <laughs> look, we can do it it's gonna get done we're gonna do this it's gonna be fucking great and yep. uh i'm pumped i'm super Ooh. pumped heck yeah heck yeah heck yeah um i do want to address um reuben and elliot i'm assuming you're listening um i just want to tell you that uh we gave you guys a really good head start <laughs> but like it's fucking on uh-huh. okay we're it's a, it's a race uh-huh. to the finish yep to the end of the podcast yep so we'll see <laughs> This is something y'all have total control over. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I I realized that like you probably didn't realize we were in a race because nope. like we never mentioned it. And I mean, I never actually mentioned it to Malia, but I've always thought of it as a race. Yep. <laughs> and That's we were winning podcasts work. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I to be fair, I was like, you know, we're definitely going to win. So I better like, you know, I'm acting like it's because my life, but really I just wanted to give you guys like really it's all about the drama it's about you know? the drama yeah. yeah you know gotta make it a little spicy yeah and uh spiciness achieved and <laughs> <laughs> so now now we get to actually see like who wins who ends first um and I know that you know anyone of you who are thinking that like this is just something made up in my head um this was the plan all along this is the plan and obviously <laughs> uh you don't podcast okay <laughs> This is like what all <laughs> podcasts do. They just don't always yep. say it. But like, that's what yep. you learn when you first start this a podcast. Is... You're like, yep. okay, you obviously need someone to like race to race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's just a little podcast trivia for you right there. Uh, you're Indeed. welcome. <laughs> Speaking of Ruben and Elliot, sort of, um, <laughs> we are excited to announce uh, the, you know, next edition of our fan art contest yay we're teaming up pale complexions is back and similar to like what i was talking about with like winning the race um we're gonna have the theme of closure (laughs) 
Closure. Closure. This, this is what I want. Okay. The winner guaranteed will be the person who draws the group therapy session, the support group for Boogeyman. It's got to have Blake. It's got to have Kill Wagon. Um, it's got to have Green Eyes. You know, I want the guy with the chains, the Duchamp. I want the milkmaid. And I, mean, I really insist on Kira Lynn. And that's what I want. Yeah. Fuck creativity. <laughs> Y'all thought that you were going to do something that you want to do. You're going to follow I, Malia. I, you can be creative um, in enacting my vision. I mean, Malia, you probably could like, you know, just hire someone to, to make that. That's what this is. <laughs> I mean, because it kind of sounds like, I mean, okay. You know what? That's what this is. It's fine. Uh, well, I mean, that is a pretty cool idea. Um. <laughs> Unfortunately, Malia and I both lack the artistic talent to actually make it, but uh, maybe someone else can. Um, maybe you could come up with something even cooler. Totally. Uh, but yeah. Submissions are going to be due September 8th, which is a Friday. Um, you send those into fanart at doofmedia.com. We're going to have a post. It's going to be on our website. It's all going to be great. It's going to be great. The winner gets money. And I don't actually decide the winner. Our lovely patrons do that. So. That's right. Um, Malia just likes to dream big. Yeah. But, you know, whoever does that will win Malia's heart, which is what really matters. <laughs> Besides be Ben. So <laughs> right. Ben's also there. Ben's he also there. there but, like, that's different. You know. Okay. Um, this is actually the shortest chapter summary I've done in a long time, if ever. So I guess <laughs> I'm sorry or you're welcome. I don't know. Uh, but... I feel like it's a pretty good summary. Yeah. It says exactly what happens. Um, so we'll get started. Miss Lewis offers an enticing deal that is surprisingly rejected. Everyone comes up with a plan and Evans fulfills his destiny. And there's basically a rager with screaming and drunkenness and the dream team runs off to face Barbie Hannes. <laughs> Malia decided on Barbie Hannes, which <laughs> I feel like I, I support that. Um, so Malia, what do you think of these chapters? They were fun, sort of. I mean, you know, you got the action, you got the demon lore, you got the like dream team squad assemble, um, which I love. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's really like we're gearing up for the last hurrah of this story, um, reaching back and pulling things from uh, the whole length of the story and running off with most of our favorite characters into the night. Um, very exciting. That's pretty damn exciting. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, we'll start with Miss Lewis offering an enticing deal that is really shockingly rejected. <laughs> <laughs> like Miss Lewis walks in and like she's like, okay, great. Yeah. So whoever doesn't want to fight, that's fine. Just don't. And then Rose is like, actually, fuck you. And she's like, why am I here then? Like, why did you invite me to this church? Okay. <laughs> um, Which I guess yeah. kind of fair. Yeah. But and Rose is like, so I could say fuck you to your face. <laughs> like, um, and yeah, it's, I mean, this is, again, uh, I mean, Wabo's really good at pulling things from the beginning and middle of the story and like having them reappear um at the end as we are seeing in pale and this is a fun example you know we talked about last time like rose standing at the um head of the church addressing everyone just like blake did in arc two 
Um, she thinks about that. She thinks about what Blake would do in the situation and whether or not it would be a good thing or a bad thing. She thinks about, you know, their various strikes, strengths and weaknesses um, mm-hmm. and thinks about how, you know, Blake was very direct and was kind of like, yeah, I promise to I promise peace to make everyone fight each other. And like, that's what Miss Lewis does here, which is interesting. Um, but luckily, Rose has, you know, appealed to these people's uh it's not sense of preservation necessarily it's like like a like a pride rallying cry do the right thing maybe we won't all die sort of sentiment (laughs) um but yeah so she's just like well fine then none of you get sanctuary and she leaves which is fun thanks miss lewis (laughs) thanks miss lewis yeah yeah Uh, it's great um but yeah so then Rose is kind of like, okay, I guess we're doing this, and starts assembling her team, um, which is fun. Like, it's it's very the practice. She's trying to have it be balanced. Um, you know, she's she's like, okay, we need like one person from all of the like contingents here. Uh, she makes sure that there's not, you know, all women and Evan. That there's also Peter. <laughs> um but you know like the families toronto the innocents others um are all kind of present but it's the balance between like if there are too many of us like we won't be able to slip away as easily but also like we need enough people to help um and it's just fun like i don't know it's really hype um but yeah um it's amazing that she just is like she just says Evan and Evan's like yes immediately ready. Um, it feels very Blake and Evan in a way that was nice. Um, mm-hmm. I think Evan was I don't know if hype about Rose is necessarily like the way to phrase it, but you know he he was very much like on Rose's side and supporting her. Yeah. Um, before Blake came back and like I don't know if this is a foreshadowing of their Blake and Rose fusing more um because it just felt very much like a like badass blake squad moment um but yeah the squad um so we got mags because she's the ambassador and she knows about johannes's domain we got evan because of course uh we got ainsley not alistair because alistair can maybe actually help protect these people from demons (laughs) so we got ainsley uh which is great um hopefully alistair won't die off screen I love him. We got Lola, which was such a great moment. Sandra's like, I guess I can help you kind of get away. Uh, You're probably going to die. And like, it's nice that enough of her family kind of rallies to her to be like, yeah, okay. Like, it it seems like everyone kind of goes. And then they were like, except one. And I was expecting it to be Penny because Penny like spit in her aunt's face. But it's Lola. Um, And she's just sort of like, I don't know. She's just... Like, Lola was the one in the bathroom with Mags. Well, Maggie. Um, which is interesting. Back in the beginning. And, yeah. well, not beginning. Arc 8. And then she was the one with Blake. Um, You know, her mom was spared. And so she suggested some names for Blake's hit list. And really, like, got to hear all about the horrible people that various women in her family had been paired off with. And I think that really, like, shook her. Um, yeah but also she's like it's not this like a betrayal of her family she's like 
trying to like fight for the town and stuff but she also didn't go over to be like cool i will help you and maybe it's not i won't help you but like i will act more actively help um but yeah and then we got Paige because isadora tells her to and i think it's kind of interesting that she just is like okay that's all of toronto check because she's probably the newest person in the toronto contingent i think she's probably newer than emily um barely maybe mm-hmm. um and there's so many different factions within toronto it's funny to just sort of be like okay and she's also a thorburn like she's also very connected to this and it works and it makes sense um and i'm really excited to see Paige in action but i just thought that was kind of funny um and then we get peter because <laughs> talk shit get hit or something like <laughs> he decides pretty to- much like uh <laughs> that's called instant karma bitch <laughs> Uh, it's like i'm gonna take this moment to make jokes about rose being a lesbian and Paige immediately gets super offended by the implication because they're related and i'm like yeah i mean on the one hand fair on the other hand i don't know that he was like i mean he was no he was probably trying to needle Paige because of course he was but um it's great that rose is like you know that's a really good point i'm striving <laughs> for balance and so you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> so peter is both the staff which is a creepy way to say it and yep. the innocent um we need that innocent representation so thanks peter i'm sure you will help um but we get another like super cute uh peter and ainsley moment because she is sort of like come on don't argue and he's immediately like okay <laughs> and it's so <laughs> cute um <laughs> and then last but not least uh Blake is like bring my girlfriend <laughs> um <laughs> which is fun very hype um sweet that Blake finally doesn't forget green eyes like finally doesn't leave her behind um finally make sure she comes with um and then Rose is like oh she definitely knows that Blake is like agreed to die so that I can live and that's going to be a problem and I don't know if Blake is doing this on purpose, um, which is fun. Um, it feels like that's kind of like the demon thing, the Barbatorum yeah. nature making her think that. Mm. Um, Cause like he agreed and um, I'm looking forward to seeing him again, I guess, but seeing Barbatorum again. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I miss Blake. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, and like we already we have an other, you know, we have Evan, but I feel like two others can't hurt. And it's interesting that Blake explicitly wants or seems to argue for a boogeyman to be represented. Um, the abyss isn't always about destruction and ruin. Like the abyss is about change. Um, which is what humanity is arguably about. Um, and again, mm-hmm. that feels really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and like also really upsetting uh but yeah yeah um and then rose remembers she has feelings again because she sees ty and she's like oh he's not dead and that makes me happy weird (laughs) 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 um and it occurred to me when i was writing these notes that she doesn't like ty's very injured so he's not gonna come but she doesn't find tiff i don't remember if tiff is mentioned other than when she tells evan to not ask to be turned into a fire sparrow um, and I'm not sure what the significance of that is, 
um, it seems like Tiff might be useful, but maybe she didn't want too many. I mean, there's already three Thorburns going, um, one more, and then Evan, and then Green Eyes. I don't know how she counts, but you know, one more person might have skewed it too much, but yeah, maybe. Well, um, next they come up with a plan and Evan gets to fulfill his destiny, his dream, oh my God. his purpose. <laughs> this is really hype. Um, yeah. So Elder Sister's like, so I guess we're doing this or something. Like, what are we doing? And Rose, you know, thinks, okay, we don't, it's not just that we need to defend this place. Like we need to get through, like we need a path. And Evan is like, I have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) And it's fun because Rose and Tiff are immediately like, no. (laughs) Because that's kind of the fun beat of this gag. But Lola is immediately like, hey, fuck you. Like, he has an idea. If no one else has an idea, you know, like, he deserves to talk to as much of any of us. Right. Like, Evan is good and valid. And (coughs) his... Yeah, like, you know, he's he's going to be fighting just as much as any of us, but also he's he's here just as much as any of us. Exactly. And it's so good. And I love Lola Duchamp. Um, and Evan does, too. And, you know, he's like, you're an elementalist, el- elder sister. Like, turn me into a fire sparrow. It's going to be great. <laughs> and she's like, well, this spirit's like, a well? leak out of you, but okay. <laughs> So, God, it's so great. So good. So good. <laughs> yeah, so they make this happen. Uh, and, like, the eye is helping to fuel this. And Diana helps somehow. And suddenly there's Firebird with, like, deep man voice. Um, but still <laughs> Evan, right? Still fun. And mm-hmm. he rains fire on the demons and the diabolists outside and fucks them up. And it's really great. He turns into a big, big bird. The big fire bird. <laughs> big bird. Um, and it's awesome. And so, you know, Evan's out there. The Sphinx jumps out. The Briar Girl and her familiar comes out. You know, Rose comes out. We're like, cool, let's let's go. Let's let's fight these people. I wonder okay, don't ask Ben this because Great. I bet like there's gonna be too long of an explanation. I mean, you can't ask Ben, but just not right now. Because <laughs> it's late. Uh but I wonder, like, out of, like, existing birds, what is, like, the bird most suited for being a firebird? <laughs> to be lit on fire. <laughs> I mean, not literally lit on fire, but, like, survive, you know? <laughs> yeah. To be, like, a firebird. Uh, well, Evan is described as the size of a dog. Um, I mean, are you thinking what? that the bird would grow? No, I just, like, are you trying to say, like, like, lit- like what are you trying to say? <laughs> No, I'm just trying to think, like, out of all the birds, like, which one would be most suited as a firebird? I mean, I wouldn't say a penguin. It probably is the least suited. Okay. Right? What about a flamingo? Probably not. Well, maybe I don't like know. Pink. Maybe. I don't know. S- stork? I mean, they do I live mean, in water, sort of. Yeah, which maybe that's good. Maybe not. I don't know. It depends on... Like, birds that live in hot weather. Maybe, like, a cactus wren or a um but it's like do they want to be that hot maybe like getting the water will help you know their equilibrium what about a fire duck <laughs> that sounds cool i actually kind of because they're like 
they're uh what is it like basically i can't think of the word water repellent because of all like the oils and stuff mm-hmm. right so they're pretty much like ready to be on fire except they wouldn't be as like <laughs> water repellent i'm sure there's a more intelligent answer that i'm giving <laughs> but uh i'm wondering what phoenixes look like theoretically yeah. like are they like hawks or falcons or eagles or i know i'm like obviously phoenix or... is the answer but they're fake or they don't exist so to my a real a real live fire bird what a minor bird <laughs> um no oh, that's cute it's adorable but no a nay nay <laughs> oh geez no they do live um, on volcanoes that's oh my gosh maybe it's a nay nay maybe it's a nay nay maybe it's like Pe- pele's bird right yeah oh my gosh it's the nay nay it's it's answered cool that's okay it's settled well i didn't expect to get an answer out of this i'm not gonna lie but we just did nay-nay. so the nay nay the nay nay fire bird <laughs> it's amazing okay uh. <sighs> all right i don't remember if you had anything else to say on this part okay great so we go to a super sweet rager which like isn't that sweet to like be a part of to be frank um there's a lot of screaming and the people get really fucked up and and drunk yep um this is really fun in terms of like the writing um at the start of 16.5 um we get rose's perspective but like it's like rose like i guess like insane rose kind of like she's like detached from reality and the way that's described is so cool and the way like um blake is described like i feel like it's something like like a piece of myself and and i work to do this or something and you're like oh it's you know it's blake like it's just really cool like the way he talks about it and the way you really feel it um and i felt especially listening to the audiobook of this part uh helped it really flow and make a lot of sense in like a really cool way um oh, that's cool yeah um but this sounded horrifying um right we watch a broken portion of myself and i like uh so cool but so she's interpreting there being clotted blood covering everything um yeah because it's she slips at one point because she's standing on you know like ice and snow um and just like everything is like fucked up and like the gunshots which she describes as being like super loud and like like tearing at her are like a relief mm-hmm. um because it's like-, it's like not yeah like not this scream um and basically everyone is fucked right like everyone is like falling on the ground like everyone's dying. like at least most mostly everyone right um it says it's kind of i don't know if impressive is the right word it's interesting that rose has not collapsed she's obviously not doing well but i don't think she could be worse not a lot worse but she could be worse right um and then blake helps um she asks and he obliges um and blake's just so fucking cool like he not only handles this but he also manages to filter things like it's not just he's not an opaque screen um Mm -hmm. he manages to let things through uh which is so freaking cool um but with blake taking over more she notices that there are branches and birds emerging as patterns on her wrists 
which is fun. Um, maybe points in the direction of them fusing into a person later. It's pretty wild stuff. Um, hey, Malia. Hmm? Sorry, this is random. And I know you don't want to see this. Mm-hmm. And you can cut this out, which means you probably won't. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about blood clotting. Oh, no. You want to see a picture of some uh, DVT we got out of somebody? Some deep what? vein thrombosis and deep ass blood clot. Okay. You don't sound convinced. <laughs> you don't have to look if you don't want to. But it's pretty uh, cool. Like, it's like, I, don't I mean, know. I can sometimes handle things. Okay. Should I send that to you on Discord? Sure. <laughs> she sounds so excited, guys. <laughs> she sounds super pumped for this. Um, look, it's just like, I get excited about stuff. Uh, some reason it's deciding to, like, take about five years to log on to discord so uh let me you could text it to me you're such a nice sister you're like <laughs> oh my gosh she really wants to show me this crap just uh. but uh, much nicer than that that seems to work better oh it just went through on discord too ha <laughs> at least it says it did <laughs> okay I, I expected i didn't expect a towel and i didn't expect stuff on it although i have watched those like videos where they like pull all the wax out of someone's ear and it's like that except a lot more and like <laughs> red hilarious like embarrassing okay so but it's it like, like- <laughs> oh I've, i guess i've never seen those videos but like so they put like well there's a couple ways that they can do it but like um one of the ways that they used to do it is like they don't well i don't know they, they like get uh almost this mesh thing and like pull out a bunch of cloth that way and they have to kind of like shake it and get the cloth out but they have another way, which is like a syringe attached to a filter, and like you suck out the blood, it gets the clot, and then you can put the like unclotted blood back into the body, so that it is less like blood loss, which is really cool. Um, cool. But like, if you look at that picture, which I know you don't want to, but you can actually tell like some of it is chronic clot, and some of it is like not, and like the the more like the light colored, the darker stuffs, um, the. Uh, the 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 lighter colored stuff, some more chronic stuff. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. Maybe maybe okay. less. I'm not sure. Yeah, I honestly don't know. But I just know that I've been told that that looks chronic. Um, huh. if I thought about it for a while, maybe I could come up with an answer. But I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. And sometimes we get some really big ones. That's <laughs> like I don't know. Those are pretty good size. Uh, yeah yeah see yeah i'm sorry slash you're welcome mostly sorry (laughs) no it it was it's fine okay yeah you can't yeah i'm like don't lie don't be like that was great but it's fine it's acceptable you know it's fun like adding to this chapter (laughs) i guess well I, i expect like i mean other clots and stuff like that uh are gonna usually just like pretty dark yeah like darker and just like um yeah it'll probably be like more congealed like more like grouped together than those because there's like Mm. yeah but uh yeah like blood doesn't take that long to clot well it depends on like useful yeah it depends yeah it depends on like your liver function or if you're having like uh taking blood thinners or certain things like that um but yeah generally doesn't take that long huh anyway yeah it was a really disgusting imagery which was great 
like congealed like it's real uh, gross yeah rotting clotting it's just like well that's disgusting but yeah you know yeah yeah like i bet it smells like a gi bleed just because it would anyway okay i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) just Uh, tell me to stop talking this is what happens you know uh (laughs) okay well it's all right you keep on talking about about the actual book right no well i'm thinking of well okay so yeah so the people who aren't uh writhing on the ground and whatever um are eva the briar girl roxanne and jeremy and we soon learn that the briar girl is pulling a rose and soon must pull a blake because her familiar decides that he's not putting up with this bullshit anymore um and we get a fun thing about you know like jeremy's god is like like a god of madness and a you know drunkenness and like all these things so like okay maybe he's you know got some resistance some tolerance um but why eva and roxanne it's immediately like oh because they are not okay because they're straight up jacked they are the least okay people here um it's funny that i mean you know we know that eva is a little bit off um and we get the reminder that Blake saw Roxanne like pocketing knives and all that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's 12. Um, I didn't know she was this not okay, but I'm sure the abyss didn't help. So, oh, hell no. Um, it's interesting that Ellie is see- said to be doing a little bit better than Peter. Um, hmm. But the yeah, just the way that all the Thorburns are functioning or like doing slightly better. Um, is yeah. Fun. yeah it's like well i guess you're welcome for the traumatic childhood you're welcome from the abyss to traumatize the crap out of you so Mm -hmm. you can deal with this but yeah um so once blake takes over and rose is able to you know function eva's like what the fuck what do we do because she's shooting the demon and it's not doing much of anything um and we get that fun mantra of the choir of darkness is the worst choir to deal with because blah 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 blah. The choir of chaos is the worst choir to deal with because blah 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 blah. Like it's just mm-hmm. like it's so fun. Um, another instance where I was bummed that we stopped after two or three. Um, but also yeah. it'd be weird if Rose sat there and thought through all of them. <laughs> she has shit to do. Um <clears throat> and we do think about um symbols. Um and so she yells at Eva to get a symbol and not sure if eva hears um and i mean this you know eva eventually comes out and she has a cross and that is what takes this demon down um but it reminded me of how roxanne hadn't thought to look for a cross or rosary on eva's stuff before like it seems like i'm not sure that eva necessarily takes much stock in these sorts of things but she knows how you know she understands that they're powerful it's the practice Mm-hmm. um and especially in this part you know like roxanne and eva are really have really been paralleled in this story um and that kind of felt like an interesting throwback yeah um but yeah so briar girl's familiars trying to fight eva's trying to fight um rose is doing okay <laughs> because of blake alistair is not doing okay um oh the eye i think is like fine um I wonder, like, we got a little bit into the eye's psyche. Um, I wonder if part of it is that he's not human. Um, 
like elementals are just so other um mm-hmm. that i wonder if that helps at all yeah um the briar girls familiar is obviously super affected by this though um so yeah um but yeah so rose decided you know she can't leave alistair she's trying to help him she's not strong enough she thinks about how she's been infected by blake's mule headedness um which is fun because you've been infected by blake in a lot of ways (laughs) (laughs) um also you care about people um i feel like rose of when did she get the compassion juice um so rose of you know two hours ago probably still wouldn't have wanted to leave alistair behind um but you know i think she she feels a lot more than she did um but while she's panicking she realizes that you know she's like i can't go back in time and make all these people more fucked up than they already are (laughs) which good like good yeah but she's like oh like i'll just make them more like jeremy like let's get fucked up um and this is also like kind of a fun throwback to arc 11 10 Mm -hmm. 11 whenever that was when jeremy dropped the wine bomb on their house the jaeger bomb i think it was called um so he does it again um and the only thing that jeremy has left to give to his god is his domain so he does that Mm -hmm. um which you know just like poor fucking jeremy like jeremy loves his ex-wife and that's why jeremy's here (laughs) and i guess they're still married but like i mean for all intents and purposes pretty much yeah and it's just and he even invokes sandra and what he did to her and what he did to her family being like yeah you hate my wife i fucked up her life and now I will like also sacrifice the only thing I have left, basically. Um, and I just hope that something moderately okay comes from this because it's so upsetting. Because <laughs> he I promises mean, to let it go to shit, but also to keep tending it. Yeah, it's like it also is like better than getting eaten by demons, you know? Yeah, I think he recognizes that, but it just it feels like. It does suck for him. He shouldn't he shouldn't have to be here. Like I don't I don't think anyone else from Toronto has given nearly as much as had to like sacrifice nearly as much. And Jeremy has been here, you know, for the past two days or whatever, fighting this lordship contest and the others didn't show up. But like Jeremy goes from I wanna get back to Toronto so I can maybe try to become Lord to losing everything um and that makes me sad i like um but yeah eva comes out and does like really cool badass like constantine shit or something i haven't actually seen that movie but like you know she jabs a wooden cross into the thing's chest and holds her holds it with her foot and shoots it in the face a bunch yeah and it's so fucking cool she's Um, just like ridiculous she's so fucking cool rose comes in you know eva like stumbles a bit and rose like yells at the demon to stop which works for a millisecond um and they you know they fuck it up fuck it up and jeremy does the thing and people sort of start to rouse and alistair might lose his other hand to frostbite and everything's great yeah that's kind of unfortunate (laughs) i'm like my man needs to be able to shuffle his cards yeah it does 
I don't know. Like, okay, so obviously, yeah, Jeremy gets everyone fucked up, which is great. I'm wondering, like, they were pretty fucking functional, like for drunk people. So, like, how, like, how drunk did he get them? You know, like, That's interesting. just enough for like a couple shots, a little buzz. And because I'm like, is that enough to like help you from going insane, or do you have to be like really fucking drunk? And then, in which case, I'm fucking impressed by how well. Right, the only person to that seems to exhibit much of a sign of it is evan and then there's another question in that which is like did he try did he make them all the same level of drunkenness or did he Mm. give them the equivalent of the same amount of drink because then that would make sense why evan's so fucked (laughs) (laughs) well he's like a big man bird now so but still (laughs) but like it's (laughs) right you know still <clears throat> yeah i mean i'm not pres- i'm hopefully i mean dionysus he's a dick he likes the drama but maybe hopefully he like was careful about striking the balance um i mean it got the job done yeah whatever it did. so it's fine but like yeah, yeah just interesting <coughs> i wonder if jeremy would have preferred to give a hand to his domain if he would have thought of it like cut off his hand instead of yeah i mean i don't know i feel like that may not be wanted right i don't know if dionysus would have cared yeah um it's also a lot to just be like to just cut off your hand i don't know yeah (laughs) i mean that's Um, true but you know what it's a win for the world to give the domain back well i don't think that's how it worked (laughs) yeah you're probably right i think it's it's almost more like he's like here it's your domain now dionysus like yeah you do whatever you want with it and i'll help you but is that better that it's like an other or not necessarily i don't know because dionysus is going to be there for like ever. a lot longer than jeremy yeah i guess not ever but yeah i don't know hmm. um i still don't fully understand what happens to domains um after people die but it's interesting mm-hmm. it is all right well um the dream team runs off to face barbie hannis Woo! or johannes i mean i haven't seen the barbie movie to be honest so maybe there's some spoiler in there or Molly was just being silly um it's just oh. like barbenheimer but all right you've heard of barbenheimer right rings a bell inter- but i can't <laughs> recall why you're not on the internet enough okay um barbenheimer is the idea that you watch barbie and you watch oppenheimer in some sort of like double oh. feature <laughs> oh um and so i was like it's barbatorum and johannes okay that's hilarious okay that makes so much more sense i was like okay she just really likes fucking barbie and (laughs) like the movie barbie and so she just like added on to johannes's name because of reasons okay that makes more sense no yeah it's barbie and johannes (laughs) but i thought you meant like i was thinking like the doll and not like barbatorum oh no (laughs) i was just like wow she just really fucking liked that movie it's a good movie I haven't seen it and I really want to. Her yeah. It was good. Yeah, it's good. <sighs> I will see it. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that happens. Yeah. Um Yeah. Um Evan's up, the dream team is up. Uh Alistair's kinda like, okay, I'm a I'ma try to do my job. Um Emily's like, here, draw this sign. It's not that great, but it'll do something. <laughs> Which is fair. Um she gives them an advantage to their stealth checks. She casts Pass Without a Trace. Um, and um, <laughs> they 
draw it on their hands in blood, and Evan is running around, and Elder Sister tries to, you know, she makes them wait a sec so that she can create. Right. It's like the, like, it's like the Red Sea, but fire or something, uh, which is pretty great. And Paige stumbling could be a sign of drunkenness, but also could be a sign of running on, like, ice and snow. Um, So... But Peter and Ainsley help her, which is adorable, and I'm happy and crying or something. And they're running. And Peter's a dumbass and is yelling. That's another sign that they're drunk. Um, That's true. Or just that he's a dumbass. You know what? They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're they're going, and it's all hype. Super, super hype, 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 hype. It's great. Yeah. All right. Well, we're at our pale in comparison section. If you've got anything. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about just how this feels. Oh, yeah. I remember what I was going to say now. Well, I, I was thinking of, you know, like we're we're nearing the end of this story. And it really does feel like we're ending, <laughs> nearing the end of Pale. Um, One thing. Have you read the most recent chapter of Pale? I believe so. Okay. Um, This isn't really a super specific spoiler. It's just like I commented to... uh. Ruben and Elliot earlier um this week that it feels like yeah I did it's it reminds me of Pact in that like so much is happening every chapter um like Pale has like taken its time more with things felt more like spaced out felt more like you know we build up to things we really prepare and this is very built up to and very yeah. prepared but you know it was like the Negateers defeated Charles like stabbed in the thing crucible like third done like it feels like we're like bam 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 um in a way that reminds me of you know like uh the library and then the possession and then the demon lawyers like it's just very like (laughs) lots of shit happening uh really fast chapter to chapter um Mm -hmm. and so that's more of a pale is reminding me of pact but uh it's fun yeah that's pretty cool yeah it's kind of nice yeah i think you're right yeah um i was yeah and then i was thinking of like i guess like picking the dream team sort of reminded me of when they went around to recruit people who are the sword moot i guess like Mm. i was trying to like pinpoint other specific stuff but it's really just like the vibes of like stuff is happening in rapid Mm -hmm. succession all right i also want to ask you what your bold and specific prediction is yay yay Um, it's been a while um, I feel like I've said that like Blake and Rose are gonna recombine, sort of. Um, if I haven't, that's one. Uh let's see, Evan lit on fire, so that's oh that's done. Um they're running off to the domain. What things have we heard about Johannes's domain? Um, it's the weird like sunset twilight time. Um there's vestiges uh and like genie and all sorts of intense shit Mm -hmm. i wonder it seemed like a lot of johannes's cachet involved deals where others would be able to like hang out and hunt or whatever in his domain in exchange for like sometimes fighting or whatever Mm -hmm. and with the like serpent ladies whatever they were it was like if you give me this information, I'll give you like free passes to come back. 
And so I'm wondering, like, presumably a lot of those others don't like demons and are now leaving, but maybe there's some sort of, like, clause or Barbatorum is able to conscript them into his service. It seems unlikely that this group can fight Barbatorum and a bunch of genies and shit. So I'm really hoping that it's been cleared out. Mm-hmm. But that feels less hype. Um, sorry, I got distracted. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I guess probably somebody has to die, right? Um, let's see. So I'm pretty sure Ainsley's not gonna die, and I'm pretty sure Peter's not gonna die unless people like ship them past the story in like a sad way to try to comfort their hearts and souls. Um, <laughs> Max gonna die? That would be really upsetting. Uh. Okay, I think Paige is going to get really, really hurt and maybe die. Oh, man. All right. Really, really hurt and maybe die. That's what it's yep. here. All right. Um. Okay, we had a... Our previous discussion question was, like, so fucking long ago. Yeah. And luckily, Malia put some answers in there yeah. from a long fucking time ago. Um. It was... What attractions would you want to see in a real world theme park based on the otherverse? And what would you name it? Um, Captain Rhino said escape rooms, which are non-dangerous versions of paths like the forest ribbon trail or the cakewalk. If you win, you get a boon of discount coupons for the souvenir shops <laughs> or food and drink outlets, such as the overloaded, the place uh... in Toronto Sheridan likes or the donut girl donut stand and a simulator ride where digital Ray takes you on a virtual tour of the digital ether ruins courts etc possible theme park names other versal studios <laughs> so good the magical world of maggie holt practitioner land or solomon's secret kingdom Ooh, those are all fun those are fun wow um okay i want to go there that sounds awesome mm-hmm. um the bee vampire says that an abyssal haunted house could be real fun um, if you get the boogeyman to work as actors and have them decorate the place for abyssal scares. Um, mm. Visitors can get really impressive high production standard haunted house experiences um, to a little too extreme haunted house and the boogeyman get their fill to a fear to stay out of the abyss. Um, kind of like Kill Wagon. So, you know, totally win win. And they could have fun themed weeks to draw in repeat visitors um, when they get hotshot boogeymen, like an Escape the Milkmaid's Farm event. Um, That's clever. I don't know why this isn't already happening. This is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, this is like 100% what they should be doing. Yep. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. really fucking smart. This also reminds me of, so I've been listening to a podcast called Podcast the Ride, where they talk about just like all sorts of theme park stuff. And... Um, Fairly early on in their tenure, they interview a guy who works at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, and it's like a Halloween-ish episode, I guess. They they were talking about their Halloween events. Um, so a lot of these theme parks do something called like mazes or houses, like basically like a basically like a haunted house. Um, but maybe they're movie themed or something and i think at knott's very farm they're called like haunts or something 
But this man described <laughs> this man described putting people through things that sound like it should be illegal. Um and I could not in any way handle it. Um yeah. including things like, you know, having people drink quote unquote urine, which what? is like like it wasn't urine, but it was like like vinegar and apple juice and like various things to make it like, you know, and and like, you know, you kind of hint at the person, you know, like, oh, you have to drink urine. Um, they at at one one of them, they got um like a morgue chamber thing and had people put into like like guests. Like what they the put fuck? them in the drawers and shut them. Oh shit. Um then there's one where um they had they had an actor running around um who would kind of like run into and out of rooms at various points and she was dressed like a guest and she even had like the sticker or whatever like you know a guest would have that said like I paid for this or whatever mm-hmm. and she she was like looking for her boyfriend you know quote unquote she like lost him yeah. and at one point um you'd go into a room and she'd be there but like in a noose and like you were supposed like they were like you need to kill her or we'll kill you or something (laughs) and a lot of people like wouldn't so they had a safe word um and a lot of people would like if they made it to this point would like use it there or just like straight up wouldn't do it but then Uh you know so eventually that would and then they would all be put in like he was like yeah and then we put everyone else in the noose and like drop the floor out from under them or something and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) so what i will never do this is this is this is what i heard um so that reminds me of that well um all right that's that's a thing thank you for sharing that i'm never ever doing that ever i I don't know that they uh have ones of that flavor anymore um but it sounds yeah it sounds unreal it sounds like no you can't do that yeah sounds and people had to pay like extra to do that it's fucking crazy (laughs) all right anyway new discussion question uh i was i was thinking uh if you had to pick some kind of a spirit to like turn you into some kind of thing whether a fire person or i don't know what would you choose i thought you were gonna ask like like what animals would best inhabit various elemental spirits Uh, you know maybe that's a better one i like that (laughs) um so pick a very specific animal and tell us what elemental spirit they'd let's do it sounds good i Um, like it one thing is that australia has been fucking holding out on us um did you know that marsupials are the cutest things that have ever lived i mean they're pretty cute they're so cute there's so many of them there's so many of them i've never heard of right you know you got like the kangaroos and the koalas and the tasmanian devils and the wombats right yeah but like there's so many the quokka i think sugar gliders are marsupials and then there's like wallabies and there's so many and they're so cute um all right that's yeah so somebody pick one of those someone pick one of those like the name macropod that just doesn't look like that should be what it's fucking called but sounds like it should be an insect 
All right. Quolls. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and review. To support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. And if you'd like to support Wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash Wildbo. You can follow the pod on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you'd like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. Next episode, we will be covering chapters 16.6 and 16.7. Going off the rails real quick. Didn't talk to Millie about this, but um, thought it was important. Uh, As y'all know, we are from Maui. And as I'm sure most of you have heard, Maui has been going through quite a awful time um, with multiple fires going on and Lahaina basically uh, being burned down entirely which is very horrifying. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's tons of people on Maui that are affected who've lost their jobs and their homes and friends and family, and they need a lot of help. So I figured I would just use this opportunity to um, just give a couple of places you could potentially donate um, that the Maui County um, website has okayed. Um, one of them is Maui United Way. So it's MauiUnitedWay.org slash disaster relief if you want to try to donate to them or um, the Hawaii Community Foundation. So that's HawaiiCommunityFoundation.org slash Maui dash strong. Yeah, it's been really awful. Um, our mom has been telling us a lot about how it's been. Um, she didn't live in the area near the fires, but um, she's been trying to help out and been meeting with some people who have been affected and it's just like really yeah. awful. Well, there, there was a fire on her street that they almost had to evacuate, but luckily they got it under control. But um, yeah, that was like just after it was weird. I mean, it, it, it definitely had the potential to be a big problem because a couple of propane tanks exploded. Right. Um, but yeah, they got it under control. So uh there is another storm coming. Mom told me that today. So uh, it makes me a little bit nervous. Hopefully they'll get rain and not as much wind. But uh, anyway. Because right, we don't, or I don't know exactly how the fires started, but three different fires started at various places on the island, as well as fires on um, the big island. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that there was a hurricane passing by and then a low pressure zone or something um, toward the north. And so the winds were just like insane really yeah so they Um, couldn't uh send helicopters or anything up to like dump water um mm -hmm. it wasn't safe um and they fed into the fires and spread them a lot quicker than they normally would Mm -hmm. um but if any of you are able to donate um it would be very much appreciated a lot of people really need help um Mm -hmm. but anyway that's i'll get off my soapbox (laughs) in time to tell you a fact Yes. Unless you had said anything else, Malia. Uh, no. I Well, I was going to just remind everyone about the fan art contest. Uh, Yay! Closure due September 8th. Um, Thank oh, you. Oh, also, Scott and Matt are going to Maine and doing a live show in a year. So if that's interesting to you, it sounds Which it should super be. cool and awesome. Um, Go to our 
Discord, uh, the announcement section, they've left a link so that people can fill out a form so that they can gauge interest, um, so they know what exactly to plan. But uh, this is the first sort of in-person event, I think, that Doof has done, and it's really exciting. Um, So if you can make it to Bangor, Maine in June of 2024, um, let Scott and Matt know, because I'm sure it's going to be really awesome. That's great. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. All right. This time for this week's fun fact, which I feel like since we were talking about Barbie earlier, this just fits really well. And this is a hilarious fact to me. Okay. So Barbie was actually inspired by a German gag gift. So (laughs) while Barbie may seem like as American as you can freaking get, um, she was actually modeled after an R-rated German doll. (laughs) named lily uh so the doll was based on a 1950s comic strip about a high-end call girl that appeared in a german tabloid um should ask you how to pronounce this build zeitung 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 okay thank you (laughs) um so they there's a the build lily doll um was inspired uh to be a gag gift for adults but when mattel co-founder ruth handler saw her um she basically was like this is perfect <laughs> for a child's toy. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Germany. <laughs> um, that's pretty freaking funny, honestly. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> sort of upsetting, but also great. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. And Barbie's great. So, well, I feel like I need to go to bed. So unless you have anything else, Malia, I bid y'all adieu. And uh, we'll talk to you later. And I'm happy to record again. Yeah, this has been great. Hopefully we'll talk to you all soon. All right. Bye. Bye.